0: Hi guys, welcome back to the Pony Cell Children podcast. Thank you for tuning in to our next episode where we've got our first guest, Pauline, who is a parent of a user of the services, and she's going to be able to speak about how we use the facilities here and how she's experienced them as a parent of a service user and also be able to speak about her transition into being a board member and what that entails. I'm also joined with my mum, Heather, as the CEO. So she can shed some light onto her interactions with all of our young people that she does work with. Thank you everyone for listening to our first episode. It was really greatly received. And a special thanks to Derek from Audio Bubbles for the fantastic production of it. Good afternoon, Polly. How are you? Good afternoon, Callum. I am very well, thank you. Excellent. So take me back to how did you hear about the charity and why did you want to use it?
1: We heard about the charity many years ago, I think not long after you'd started, from a very lovely lady called Tina Hendry who used to live locally. She had a space out of 10 that she was wanting to fill to come to ponies and she contacted me because she knew that we had a wee boy at the time who may maybe would have needed the services so at that time we were happy to take on any kind of therapeutic input so we said yes we'd love to bring him and that's when we started coming that must be how many years ago now i would probably say a good seven
2: yeah seven um, years because it was a very early on yeah, in, yeah he in, was in the charity. Young.
1: yeah he was young at the time so it was a, r- around about six or seven years ago and we have been coming that whole time
0: wow that's fantastic great to hear that you're still using services indeed and we are. finding benefit in it so in your seven years of being a part of the charity to various extents what benefits have you seen in your child coming here
1: well, we were really probably quite sceptical when we started coming. My husband and I talked about it. We had a look online. How? What kind of benefits does pony therapy have? What benefits are there? Well, how does it work? And we came off none the wiser. We had no idea. But over the years, we've decided that whatever it is, it's some kind of magic and it does work. There's no There's no sort of doctor therapy or psychiatric therapy with it. It's just the actual ponies themselves and spending time with the ponies. Now, what we've noticed over the last six or seven years with our wee one coming is that he has developed things that he did not have before and probably had never had access to learning about like empathy compassion, thinking about anything else apart from himself, because he was coming from a place of fear and survival for a lot of the very early times. Um, He was terrified of everything. Now he is, he's developed into somebody who can have a great deal of empathy for other people and other beings, not necessarily human beings, but animals, loves animals. And he has developed an ability to deal with situations which i think are beyond his years for example with elderly people he is very very empathetic with elderly people and can help them um, doing practical things for example he made my mom and dad who are elderly now jam toast and jam last night and a cup of tea now If you compare that to the wee boy who first came, there's no way he could have been able to do that at all. Apart from the physical act of making toast and jam, he would not have been able, he wouldn't have thought about it, but he offered to do it and he he did it. So, you know, kudos to him and kudos to the ponies.
0: That is really interesting. In the first podcast, we spoke about different milestones that the charity's been able to achieve with certain children that come and that... not everyone's linear and stuff like that, but it's really interesting to hear that small goal of making
1: toast and jam for someone else. It's yeah. still a massive accomplishment. It is a massive accomplishment because it is, a, it is a small thing for somebody who's nearly 13. You wouldn't think twice about it, but when you, when you compare our child now to what he was, where he came from, then, yeah, it is a huge thing. And even my husband and I were congratulating him on how fantastic it had been, you know, so... Small goals are how you get through life. You can't set a big goal and think, yes, I'm going to be a, or I'm going to encourage my child to be a scientist when you know that small goals is really definitely what you need. I, we're looking for our child to be able to manage through life, not necessarily become a top class scientist or anything, but to be able to manage himself through life, cope with daily life as whatever it throws at him. And that's very, very difficult for a lot of people on a daily basis. So it is really, really good that he knows how to do these things.
0: Yeah, being able to achieve these small goals effectively will lead to bigger, yeah. better things. Of yeah. Being able to deal with uncomfortable situations is what everyone faces, but I've been able to see him navigate his
1: way through them and even yeah. from what I've seen in yeah. charity. yeah. He is, he is more able to deal with people, whereas before he would bite and kick and scream, now he actually deals with people quite effectively and, and quite confidently, which is something that we would never have thought.
0: No, it's really interesting how we've been able to use the horses as almost a tool for other things. He comes and works with the horses, and from what I saw, he definitely got a lot more comfortable with the horses before he did with the people, and the people were just kind of there, but it was the horses that he came for, but now yeah. he's making those connections with us. Yeah.
1: I think he found it much easier with ponies because ponies don't talk back. They, they're not an unknown quantity. You know what you're going to get from a pony. You know you're going to be able to groom that pony and talk to the pony without any judgment, without the pony turning around and saying, well, that was your fault, wasn't it? You know, you can, you can get on with a pony perfectly well. The difficulty is with people is you don't know what they're going to say back to you. So those things actually frighten some children into being silent because they don't know what's going to come back. So silence is the best way to deal with them. You don't put yourself out there so you don't get kicked, you know. So that is one of the things that we found with our wee one is that he is far, he was always a chatter, but he wasn't a chatterer about anything in particular or anything that affected him. It was just chat but now he knows how to carry a conversation he can go backwards and forwards in a conversation which he was never able to do before and that's a huge milestone for him
0: yeah that's really fantastic to hear that growth that he's yes. been able to achieve yes. um, through doing different skills so a conversation with a horse is very one way but it's not there's still interaction there that they are still responding but maybe not just in a just not
1: verbally not yeah. verbally yeah.
0: which is really beneficial So he started off as a client and were able to tackle um, some of his own challenges and we've spoken about how they've progressed and developed into a fantastic individual. Mm -hmm. Can you speak to me a little bit about what he's doing at the moment with the charity and how that's progressed?
1: He has progressed from dealing with one single pony to building more of a relationship with all the ponies because he comes now of an evening or an early evening and he does more general help rather than doing one-to-one with the pony. So he helps. and I wait in the car for him and I see him up and down, bringing the ponies in, sometimes paying more attention than other times, sometimes having a bit of a laugh, sometimes in a wheelbarrow, sometimes on a tractor and having a whale of a time. To me, I think it doesn't matter what he's doing as long as he's actually enjoying himself while he's here. And being of some assistance, I don't want him coming up knocking about, but being of some assistance, then that teaches him so many things about how to how you only get out what you put in, and if he doesn't put anything in, he's not going to get anything in return so I think that he's he's learning that because he he knows that he comes here and he works. there have been times when he's maybe feeling a bit under the weather, and we say. Don't, don't go tonight then if you're not feeling well and he's determined he will because he knows that Heather's relying on him to do certain things so he feels a responsibility and to think that this is the same wee boy who didn't know the meaning of the word responsibility he knows he feels it more than he just understands theoretically what it means and he's here as often as he can be.
0: That's really great to hear. Understanding of responsibility because I see even with people my own age that I work with or interact with that there isn't that understanding of responsibility and it's really good to have those life lessons in a fun environment in and that he wants to be
1: here and he wants to work which is... Yeah, he does. He's happy. He's happy to be here. He's happy to be working and all the fresh air and, and the physical work does him good because like any other kid he loves being on a PlayStation. So... Even the fact that we know he's here once a week having this kind of exercise, which is like exercise for the brain and the body, is great for him. He's really come on in leaps and bounds, actually.
2: I've seen a huge difference over the years. Um, when he started with, as a client, you might not get any conversation from him. You you would maybe get grunts. The lack of empathy was was apparent. And if fast forward to just the last time that he was here, a simple task of putting each of the feeds can you put four carrots in them in the buckets and we used to sort of laugh because when we had young people like that that task took them a long time because they had to count out mm-hmm. four carrots individually and i was busy working with him last the last time and he just picked up a bundle and he knew that that was going to be four and a simple maybe that just sounds like a really simple you know nonchalant thing but to see that progress of him being able to manage that that is now going to be about four that's okay and the fact that there was five that wasn't the end of the world but he now communicates with the rest of the people on the team he's happy to jump ahead and use his own initiative and for him to use his own initiative is awesome we've got some older much older volunteers who will just stand and wait for direction but he's been coming for a while there's routine there's consistency and it works for life skills skills unfortunately we've we've had loss of of horses through his time here and he's had to deal with that mm-hmm. and it it is hard and it's it's he he knew one of the horses was poorly and he knew that we were we were coming to the end but there is there is that because there is the empathy and because him and that horse had battled through his troubles and had helped him grow into the fine young man he is it is a challenge yeah. um, and the loss and yet yeah, again another loss that he's experienced yeah. but being in the, the sort of PHC family where we've all experienced that loss, really helps for him for when it is a family member, he has experienced the loss in a further, a field with the support of the PHC family. So from a life skill, from a growing up skill, he has turned into a fantastic wheel man.
1: He has indeed. On a good day. (laughs) Yeah, on a good day. (laughs) We still have our bad days.
2: We we see it that he, he comes out the car and the head's hitting the ground, and mm-hmm. we know that there's been a battle to get him here. I'd say in the last wee while, not so much, but yeah, maybe maybe more in the summer. It's harder for him mm-hmm. to come here rather than the winter when we are all shut indoors in the winter, and he's happy to come. But yeah, we've seen and we've we've struggled for the first ten fifteen minutes. And then he starts to come out of himself and just that element of responsibility that he is here to make a difference to these ponies. Mm-hmm. We, that when people come to our charity, they don't come and they don't get told you're here because you are X, Y and Z. It's never about why they're here. It's about they're here to help the ponies. Mm-hmm. And that was something you said years ago that the penny only dropped after being here for several years, that it was ponies help children and it wasn't
1: children help ponies because that was what he believed. Yeah, that's right. We, we, We always said that it was always his responsibility to the ponies that when you sign up for something, you have that responsibility. So you have to go every week. You have to take your responsibility quite seriously. Go every week and do what you should do or you don't go at all. So there's not this, I'll come this week, but not next week. It's it's a commitment. So he has grown up with the idea that he has a responsibility to come and help. And that is a life skill to be able to take on that responsibility and to be able to understand that you need to help others as well as helping yourself. Now, it was only, I think, when you changed the sign at the front of the the yard to the new signage or something, or there was a new sign put, put up or something, and he read it, ponies help children. He says, that's wrong. And I said, how is it wrong? I said, I think that's right. What's wrong with it? And he said, it's it's, it's, it's children help ponies. and I, I just laughed because I thought, well, yeah, you're absolutely right. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, he never, ever thought it was ponies help children. He always thought he was helping ponies.
2: That was what the initial idea behind the... logo the initial logo which was a triangle and it didn't matter which way you read it because ponies help children and children help ponies and that was what it was all about but as we've developed it's become that that was a little bit basic and a little bit you know we need to sort of become a little bit more professional hence the the signage was changed but it's still I often think about that story of and I I use it often that the children come here to help the ponies. We don't want to like name and shame that you are being sent to ponies help children because you are struggling with this. You're struggling with that. You can't do this. You can't do that. That's not why they're here. They're here to help these ponies and the ponies inadvertently help them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Wow, that's fantastic to hear of that huge development we've seen Mm -hmm. um, and all of those small aspects that have all been able to be put together to create that really rounded individual. Yeah, absolutely. Looking to yourself, uh, you're a part of our board, um, an influential part of the board. Please speak to me about the role that you play and why do it to yourself?
1: (laughs) it must have been on a day heather must have asked me on a day that i felt like i had nothing else to do so uh, yes i think that every small charity needs people to kind of step up and do what needs done i also have worked in an office several offices throughout my life so i can type so i'm quite happy to take on the secretarial role and and take minutes and do minutes and send them out and stuff like that i'm quite happy to do admin it doesn't take me too long it's not a struggle so that actually probably, I think I have one of the easiest jobs. It's And I'm outspoken. I, I will say what I think. And if there's difficult decisions to be made, I'm quite happy to be counted in, in that. But Ponies Help Children is a lovely charity. It's really a very, it has a huge influence on children's lives and adults' lives. So why not put into it you know, you do only get out what you put in. So why not put into it as, as much as your child is involved and you can be involved as well.
0: Yeah, I think it's really beneficial to see that you're a part, as much a part of the team as they are and you're able to complement each other in very different roles. But both of you are helping the progression of the charity. Absolutely. and Helping that maintenance, of oh. both very separate of the horses and also the admin side. Mm-hmm.
2: I feel that it's quite important to say why you are on the board because of your experience. Because with with the charity being family started, there was a, a, a high percentage of family members on the board and it was very important that we had other people involved but because of your experience and your drive and you've had to fight for your young people it was very important that you came onto the board so that you didn't get walked over by family members because as a small family charity that is an issue and I'll write that in funding applications because they always ask what the dynamics of the board are and I'll say that we've got foster parents, we've got people that are involved with different organisations with children that we work with and it's really important to bring them on board because you know what these young people need and we have learned so much from you from things that you have said techniques that you've used to help your young people flourish we bring that back into our everyday life just the words that you use but it's not that you, you are missed, for example Children don't misbehave. Children aren't managing mm-hmm. yeah. at that moment. Yeah. And just like how we I said a minute ago, that it's not about that you're here because you can't do this, this and this. It's, it's about changing the words yeah. on how to get the best of them out. And as our charity, we've benefited greatly from your experience and there's been situations as a board that we've had to call upon you to help us get through to the next stage. Thank you. Now she's all embarrassed. I know.
0: know. (laughs) No, I I do think it is good to have that kind of person to go to for any kind of questions and be able to provide Mm -hmm. advice. Additionally, it's really good for a developing charity that are making a lot of decisions about change and evolution to have that person that will have a firm opinion of themselves or have a firm opinion, full stop, of that. The family on the board may push for one direction, but if that's not seen as the correct direction that you are confident to, yeah, yeah, actually let's reassess it. Can we make it more efficient? And I think that's beneficial to get that different perspective.
1: Yeah, I I think yeah maybe you're right there. I never thought of any of that actually, but yes, that I suppose having different people on other than wholly family brings it a slightly different direction sometimes so that there is in the introduction of ideas maybe that you wouldn't have thought of as a family and I know that my husband and I have done a lot of research and a lot of courses and a lot of studying and we finally got to a place where we think that we've got the best kind of parenting that's most suitable for our child and it does include a lot of language change and a lot of No blame because there is no blame. You know, there is no blame that you are not coming here because you are deficient. You are coming here because you're helping the ponies and inadvertently they're helping you. So, our everyday language is quite blameful and it is actually quite judgmental. And there's a lot of you don't deserve, you know. And even at Christmas, there's a naughty list and a good list. You know, are you on the nice list or the naughty list? And he now says to people who ask him that those lists don't exist. Everybody gets presents. Everybody deserves presents. All children deserve presents because this is what we've told him. Other than that, he would automatically assume he was on the naughty list and undeserving of good things. But that's just not true. Everybody deserves good things.
0: It is really important to be able to break down, tap into that unconsciousness of our conversation and how we do interact with each other that we may perceive as common phrases or stuff. Uh like that, uh But actually... For children, children as a whole are so sensitive to changes and stuff like that that they will pick up on Mm -hmm. how we phrase stuff, how we do present it. So it is really important to make sure that we are using correct terminology as a charity so that we do get the best results.
2: But that's why ponies help children works, because the ponies are non-judgmental. They don't have that language. They never do Blame and shame. They use we use a mirror si- situation where we will the pony will mirror emotions, but they'll never be able to turn around and say, will you shut the up." You know, yeah. really, what things that you maybe want to you know just rein it in, lad. Ponies are never going to do that. And as I would like to think that as a charity, as an organisation, the families that come to us who are mostly in dire need. Uh-huh. Just exactly how you said you didn't know what you were coming to. Yes it was seven years ago hopefully people have got a better insight into equine therapy now but it's sometimes it's people's you know last point of call before everything breaks down. Mm-hmm. We will give this a go. So they're frazzled parents are frazzled carers, teachers, whatever else and I would really like to think that when they walk through these front doors there, there is a non-judgment yes. we are one family fighting the same fight
1: to make a
2: difference to young people's lives
1: yeah absolutely there's a phrase that we always use in our parenting of our that any child has been to stay with us for any amount of time and it's pace and the first thing is playfulness but the second thing is acceptance and it's really acceptance without judgment that you're looking for acceptance of the child's situation the child's state of mind the child in, in in his entirety without any judgment and ponies certainly do that they absolutely do that there's no judgment at all one
2: of the things that we've all always done from the very beginning was the acceptance so someone could come on tuesday this week and they could be in a better place they could walk through the door head held high they're okay and they they, they may be get through their session really smoothly and they obtain further goals than what we ever thought were imaginable. And you go, go, yes, he's cracked it, bang. And then next Tuesday he comes, feet dragging, head down, surly answer, something's happened at home, something's happened at school, we don't know we're here to take that person from the place that he is at that moment to wherever we can get him in our time and that is really important that it's where that person is at the time because you're not going to achieve mountains when they've slipped away back down the bottom again
1: Yeah, and things aren't necessarily linear the the sort of child's lives don't go in a nice smooth upwards pattern they're up and down like a a range of mountains rather than like a, a ski slope so you know, there are ups, there are downs. Sometimes we have had dreadful days and, you know, he's been so unwilling to come, but then has come to ponies and has always, always left ponies a different boy than when he walked in. Always quite the grinning and happy. And every time he gets in the car after a bad start, we're saying, just have a think about how you feel. Tell me words and how you feel you know, are you, you know, what, would happy be one of those words? Would laughing be one of those words? Would, you know, helpful be one of those words? And then think about how you felt when, when we came, you know, completely different thing, because we like to be able to say to him, remember how ponies changes you in that one hour. Remember how you feel better. It's so beneficial. Immediately in one hour, you feel amazing. And children don't have a great deal of introspection to remember those things. So if you've got adults around you who are saying, "This will make you feel great. This will make you feel better," you know, when you're helping these ponies, you will feel better, and you can't you can't actually get better than that. Yeah, unfortunately, some of
2: our cancellations are due because the the young person isn't in a good place to be able to come, and I often want to say. Just get them in the car and get them here. It'll make a difference. But I don't know what's happening in that home. Is it safe for that person to be put in the car? Is it, you know, what level are you working with? Because funnily enough, parents don't really want to tell you how bad bad is. And normally the child that we see here is a different one from what people live with. But so often I want to see, just get them here it doesn't matter that they are in that state the pony will help but again the parent doesn't want to bring their child who's dysregulated who's biting kicking swearing calling everybody everything under the sun because there's an element of judgment Mm -hmm. but we do not judge we are only here to open our heart so um we we all want to make a difference. That's why our volunteers give up their time, because they want to make a difference to these young people's lives.
1: Yeah. yeah. Thank goodness for volunteers.
2: Yeah, we wouldn't be able to do it without yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, we've got a huge circle of volunteers. We call them family, because we, we really couldn't do this without yeah. them.
0: Yeah. That's fantastic. Hopefully we'll be able to get a couple of volunteers onto our podcast in later times and be able to speak about what they get out of it and what their perspective of the charity running. Just before we close up, do you have any goals for the next 11 to 12 months or till the end of the year or so of your child and what are your hopes
1: with within the charity or out with? I think that we are always looking for, not not necessarily improvements in our child's life, but in ways that he can manage himself better. And that it's easier for him to deal with other situations, which he finds difficult. When he was quite little, we took him on a caravan holiday. And when we came back two days early, I said, never again in my life am I taking him on a caravan holiday. It's like being in a tin can with a dervish. And I said, I'm not going again. Anyway, so many years later, we've actually bought a caravan. So we are going this summer on caravan holiday of two months. So we will be traveling about visiting beaches all around Scotland, visiting wherever we fancy. So we are really hopeful that within the next 12 months, he'll be able to manage himself in a caravan. Um, He's looking forward to it. It's going to be great fun. We're all very optimistic, but we're also aware of the shortfalls of being stuck in a caravan especially in scottish summers which might be pouring with rain however we're, we're we're up for it we're up for the challenge and he's definitely up for the challenge and we're really hopeful that school goes well for him and he can have a really lovely summer holiday excellent uh, i
0: wish you all the luck and i think From what we've spoken about earlier of his management of situations, I am hopeful it'll be a really enjoyable time.
1: Absolutely. We are hopeful too.
0: Excellent. I'd like to thank you, Pauline, for your insight into... Thank you. ...into the charity from your perspective. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Please remember to like and subscribe and come back next time where hopefully we'll have more insight into the charity. Thanks, guys.
1: Thank you.